Hey, everybody. William here and Sarah. And we just need to let you know that we are licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with Remax Results, a good life group. And that's our legal disclaimer. Hey, everybody. William here. And we're the dear friend, Sarah, without an H. And we're going to talk about from breaking coffee tables to the NICU. Stay tuned. Here we are 20 years later, and we're all still friends. And probably still talking about the same four stories. <laughs> and we laugh like <laughs> like everyone should know them. Welcome to Life Behind the Highlight Reel, the podcast that takes things beyond the curated life we all see online. Join hosts Sarah and William Huffman as they dive in with their friends to talk about the good and the hard things that come with a real, not perfect, Life Behind the Highlight Reel. Hey everybody, William here, and Sarah, and Jory, and Sarah. Woohoo! We have two Sarahs in the hizzles! One is with an H, one is just no H. Thank you for that. Yeah. Which one's which? Well, well if... <laughs> <laughs> Sarah with the H. Well, it, was, it reminded me of this one time we were at a bar back in our early 20s at Harvey's. Is Sarah there? Yeah, which one? <laughs> you were both there we were both there yeah, yeah. <laughs> wasn't the, one of my finer moments <laughs> <laughs> the gentleman's suitor was calling for sarah without the h sarah without the h it yeah. didn't clearly did not pan out <laughs> <laughs> i'm not here <laughs> this is gonna be great and i remember i was like well tell me what you talked about and i'll tell you if it's me <laughs> okay the house lights came on that night <laughs> this <laughs> We gotta back this up. <laughs> we gotta back. We went right we into a story know. that only two of you know, <laughs> and we think it's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna be a freaking riveting podcast. <laughs> this is you two talking about stuff that nobody else knows. Mm-hmm. Audience of zero. It's gonna be great. Stop. We'll it's listen gonna be to it forever. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so, would you like to introduce your friend? You mean our friend? Well, she was yours. I, I acquired her in the marriage. <laughs> wow, Sarah, you were an acquisition. Wow. You're the reason we don't have a cat. Really? Yeah, because you're allergic to them. Well, you can get one. I'm no, biased, because Sarah. we. Li- I like you, and I want you to be able to come over if we, whenever you want. Thank you. But it's still your fault. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Sarah's the top of her mouth will itch, and then she'll be like, <laughs> scra- <laughs> scraping the roof of her mouth. So. That's this is appealing. This, this is, is how appealing it works. Radio. Okay, everybody. Yeah. We today we have Sarah Shaber Fitterer on as our podcast guest. Yes, those two errs there. <laughs> there are two errs. Yeah, it's yeah. not Sarah Fitter. No, it's Fitterer. It's Fitterer. Err. And um, Sarah, how did we meet? Biology class. Back tenth in tenth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, tenth grade, nineteen ninety five. Oh, nineteen ninety five. I don't want to know what my hair looked like then. <laughs> That's where you went. Oh, <laughs> I want to know now. It was probably bad. <laughs> I don't remember it ever being bad. Oh, it was bad in middle school. Well, <laughs> you always had like curly. Well, you still do have curly hair. <sighs> but here's the deal. Someone with straight hair always wants the curly hair. And the curly haired yeah. person mm-hmm. yeah. always wants straight hair. And guess what? We don't always get what we want. I will I, never get a perm ever again. I had a perm one time. <laughs> ever. I've, ha- I've had my hair permed. Jesus, what? Why do you keep on surprising me with things? Yeah, when I was younger, I, I had really long hair. And, oh, God. Uh, do you have your ears pierced? Yeah. Oh, my God. Several times. Sarah. Which well, one? I don't I had- care. Both. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see the perm. 
Uh, it's there's photos out there of me in the and in the. Was it like a mullet perm or? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It was a, it was Rawr. legit. I yeah. am so <laughs> today. I can't. Tiger King. <laughs> Will Huffman. <laughs> hey, all you cool oh cats god. and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> I could whoop his ass. Anyhow, so Sarah, we met back in. We'll we'll do. Let's just say this version. Sarah and I were in Mr. Randall's biology class in 10th grade. What school? Edina High School. Fighting Hornets. Mm-hmm. Insert your comment now is yeah. what I always tell Every you. day I need attention. Yes, there's always yeah. a comment. Cake oh, do you like cake? Yeah. You guys, like, that was very spoiled school, right? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. There's I don't know. Comment. I'm from Bloomington, Jefferson. Oh, oh West Bloomington. West Bloomington. Yeah. Oh, Edina. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing here? I'm sorry. I wanted to go to care, but not here. I didn't, I didn't go to school. It's okay. Yeah, you didn't go to school. It's, I Will did. went to alternative school. I did. So anyway, Sarah met in ten, Sarah and I met in 10th grade biology class. Um, so in Edina, the way it works is you go to like... Get out of your Rolls Royce. <laughs> I was just going to say... Get, get, get ushered into school. My Dodge Neon. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Dodge Neon. That was Neon. a fancy Was car, it chipping though? paint on the trunk? Probably. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was very safe. I just remember, like, you really became a better driver when you got your Corolla. (laughs) (laughs) And then when you got your minivan, it's, like, game changer. Things really took off, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We'll talk about Sarah's driving later, but, like, you could have gotten whiplash. This might be my funnest podcast to date so far. This is going well. I love it. Okay, so can we get back to 10th grade biology for a second? We haven't got there yet. I mean, we're still walking down the halls eating our pastries. So in our Starbucks, (laughs) back when Starbucks wasn't everywhere... It was but like besides Dinah. in the high in the high school, I, I in the high school, <laughs> yeah. it was a thing. Like we went there after we got a frappuccino. Yeah, like it, like it was a thing. We can tell you what we did on our weekends. <laughs> okay, back s- to biology. What period was biology class? I don't remember. I just remember Mr. Randall never buttoned the that top, top button. button. He zipped his pants up and then had a belt. And they never buttoned his pants. No. So I think we I were was, after I, lunch. That that's is a, that's my takeaway from biology. That's a, that's a red side. That's a red flag. Is Mr. Randall <laughs> still allowed to teach? all you got out of biology. But he yeah. was a really nice man. He was nice. Yeah. And okay. I think he was in choir because I feel like he would like look at choir notes like oh, really? on his desk. Wow. The I brief, remember that. The brief time you were in choir? I was cut from choir after 10th grade. <laughs> But oh. you you did have to take a you did have to take a musical elective in tenth mm-hmm. grade yeah. and it was choir, I band, doing or that. orchestra. I must have had to do choir. Wasn't didn't you have a musical? I feel like I don't know. There was like some musical element, huh? Or theater? Did you take oh theater? God, no. theater? No, I was not in theater. But. Okay, so Sarah and I, so in in Edina Heights or at Edina, <laughs> you have your elementary schools that feed into the middle school. And there were two middle schools. And then we went to different middle schools. So we did not know each other. What grades were middle schools? Six through nine. I think, well, I think seven. I think wasn't. When we seven, went, it was seven yeah, through nine. I think it's changed now. So that's so why 10th no. grade is when you're first meeting. 10th grade. Yes. Okay. Yes. So 10th. Yep. 10th grade. Yep. And so we're in middle school, first day of school, and you're in biology, and you have to get a biology partner. Oh, and yeah. this was like a biology Awkward. partner for the year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't That's know anybody. Commitment. How awkward that we had to do that. Yeah. They should have just assigned them. Right? Like You're, it's like a popularity contest then. To because I was like, up. I don't know anybody in this room. And there was a person sitting in front of me. We won't name names. And then there was a person. We can totally name no. names. No. Well, I don't know. She's no. probably like 
No. She's probably like married to like Elon Musk or something. Probably. You know? And then there's a person <laughs> sitting next to you and that happened to be Sarah. Okay. And I was like, well, these are my choices. Hi. <laughs> so you, you chose the person you didn't know. I didn't know either. Oh, okay. And the other one was not the best option, I don't think. I it mean, just she probably feel- was brilliant. I mean, now, you know. I, mean, I don't know. I feel I bad know. saying these well, things. She, she, had, she had two options, so I wouldn't. The universe <laughs> pushed me towards Sarah. Sarah. Yes. There you go. There you go. So we we just chose each other. And yep, the it, rest is history. Here we are. Podcast over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's more to that story. Yeah, there is. Uh, I had to dissect a pig by myself. I know. Where were you? I want to tell the story the first time I met you, but <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. So Sarah and I were biology partners the whole year, and you know, just friends, like becoming more friends. We went to our my first concert. I think we went together. Really? Shania Twain. Oh. Oh. Let's love it. Uh-huh. That was Whose good. Whose bed have your boots, boots been, been under? Whose heart do we now wonder? That's all I know. I don't know lyrics. And then we can talk about the Sarah McLaughlin co- concert. Did we go to that? No. Oh, no, I didn't go. You didn't go, but I did. <laughs> I love that Didn't song I get too. dumped right before that? Like during the concert. Oh. Oh, shut up. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. How did you get dumped during a concert? Well, I didn't go to the concert. I just, oh. they, these guys, she was at it with people. Yeah. As then, Sarah McLaughlin singing like, in the arms Yeah. yeah. And, and everybody's crying. Yeah, and you're donating money yeah. to the and animals. And then I'm getting like a 911 <laughs> call from Sarah. <laughs> and you're bawling your eyes out. Not right now. On, on, on her flip phone. On her, on her flip phone. <laughs> on our blackberries where you'd be like oh, pressing blackberries. the Blackberries. The keys. It's yeah. T9 predictive okay. text. So I, um, in 10th grade, I had a liver tumor. They found a liver tumor. And so I was out of school for like, gosh, was that two months? So wild. It was like the end of the school year. Mm-hmm. And so I missed the dissecting portion of the biology class. So I think I missed the frog. I missed mm-hmm. the baby pig. Well, didn't you start with a worm? I don't remember. I don't. Yep, a worm, a frog, and then I went to the pig. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, and I so the, I stopped at the worm. Sarah was very brave. Sarah was very brave and had to do that on her own. Did I wonder, you, did I get the other gal? No, she must have had. No, she else. had. A, she had her own partner. Okay. I mean, did you pass? You're fine solo. I must have because I graduated. So Perfect. I don't probably didn't do so well, but I passed. At least the pig was already dead. I don't think oh, the boy. sciences were ever my oh, strong suit. Oh God, and that suit. formaldehyde smell. Yes, mm-hmm. I can still smell it, kind of like that pot roast. Pot roast. I bet oh. you're still tasting that pot roast. I There's a story. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, <laughs> um, Sarah, where'd you go to school? Like after college, we graduated, mm-hmm. or after high school, we graduated. We did and where graduate. did you go? I went to St. Thomas. Right down the street. Love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And what did you graduate in? Journalism. Clearly, I'm hitting the stories hard right now and <laughs> really, really, really taking that, that degree. Um, you have had a degree that many people will never know. And mm-hmm. so don't sell yourself short on that it's journalism no, it was degree. Good. It was good. It was a tough job market when we graduated. Oh, my gosh. Because you went right to Target. Mm-hmm. And how I long did. did you work there? Oh, gosh. I don't even remember. I was just part of that first layoff. That's really the one. That was that was kind of the big. Did you guys work at the same Target? Mm-mm. We did not. Okay. So mm. Sarah was at headquarters. So she was like fast, fun, and friendly downtown. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at that time, I was teaching. Because mm-hmm. I think I was teaching with that when you had your first layoff. Oh, Maybe. 
I don't remember. Like well, these are blurry yeah, times. So I worked there from 2002 to 2009. So probably seven years. And then, okay. um, because I was actually pregnant with Jack, found out pregnant with Jackson and then got laid off two days later. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Really start to a red letter year. <laughs> okay. And one more thing before we go down like to like Jackson and yeah. Logan. Um, so you're at Target and at that time I'm teaching mm-hmm. and we happen to be roommates we after were college. Roommates. Mm-hmm. Those were fun times. We, they were really easy, simple times. Mm-hmm. I want a juicy story. Mm-hmm. If you guys went to college together. No, we, we didn't go to, go to college. college together. Well, you guys were roommates after college after college for four years and remember we had a housewarming party oh tell me we had housewarming parties for a lot of things Mm -hmm. like if we could have a party it would it would happen Mm -hmm. so we had a housewarming party at our first um apartment in linden Mm -hmm. hills and that was kind of like i feel like a 75 year old woman party and it was and then we really like yeah awesome i bet (laughs) and then people brought us housewarming presents yeah and we had such a cute place and remember how you place. didn't want the drinks on the buffet because it's going to get sticky. Probably. So one of the things that the, our fans should know is Sarah Shaber Fitter is the most cleanly clean person I know. She's very concerned about crumbs, <laughs> dust. I like to clean. I love that. I like to clean. Kaboom. Mm-hmm. Can't go to bed with a dirty sink. You cannot go. To oh bed. my God. No, mm-hmm. no, you can't. With food in the sink, you, you can't. I have go a to copper bed. sink and I actually just used GoDaddy two weeks ago and I used what it is without. GoDaddy? Oh God. Oh, like a scrub daddy? No, it's a chemical that makes it copper again. Like it gets oh. rid of everything. Oh. But I didn't wear gloves. So oh. I didn't care. Oh. I mean, my sink looks hey, brand Will? new. Yes. What do you think about all this talk about cleaning? I love Maria Garcia. She needs to come to the podcast office. <laughs> so I've learned that there's like a whole cleaning, like TikTok. Have you seen yes. these videos? These people that like clean their houses and like do these like, you know, just like step into and this, afters. Sarah. I know. I feel like I could have like pioneered that. Well, I'm even just thinking <laughs> yesterday. True story. I was watching a TikTok about a guy detailing his car. Oh, they're and so it fun to watch. captured me. Yeah, I know. And it had 19 million viewers. I know. I wasn't alone. <laughs> I know, like a before and after of someone cleaning their stove. Yes. And you're like, oh my God, I need that product right now. That's why I did my sink. Can you start uh-huh. it? Can you just do it? I mean, I probably could. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so we digress. Digress. So at digressing. this point, we were living in our um, apartment in Linden Hills for like not even a year. No. Because that was the year, like 2003, it was starting the the lovely condo conversions. Mm-hmm. So we were kicked out of our cute little brownstone. It was so cute. Oh, it was so cute. We should have, like, if we were smart, we would have bought it. I don't know why we didn't. I know, it was so dumb. We could have gotten that thing for 200000 And now oh, it would be. Oh, my word. I know, like yep. two blocks from Lake Harriet. Yeah. Yeah. We were, I mean, we right were. Right around the corner from Sebastian Joe's. We were 23. It's just. Yeah. It just wasn't on our radar. She and then made, she made a but much better purchase a few la- few years later. In my condo? Yeah. Yeah, no. No. Um, and then the most my Im- most impulsive decision to date. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> so then we moved around the corner, still in Linen Hills mm-hmm. area on 47th and Xerxes. And that is when we really had some good we parties. We really hit our stride. So what were some of the parties we had? The summer solstice party. That was fun. <laughs> and I think we had a keg. Fall. The fall one. 
Oh, do we have the fall foliage? Yes. And we would have themes. And this is back in the day when um, everyone used like the Evite. Yes. Yes. There was no Facebook or thank God or Instagram. Nope. Or- there was no social media mm. at this time. And then we had another party. It was our goodbye Zerks party. Mm. We had that truth or dare party. Anything for money. It was called anything for money party. <laughs> they were fun. Tell me more. Mm. I don't. We had printed off fake money. And like, I think we gave people money as they came in the door and whoever had the most money by the end of the (laughs) night won a prize. (laughs) I'm stealing that idea. (laughs) And it was called Anything for Money Party. It was really fun. Those were fun times. Oh my gosh. And Sarah would like, at the end of these nights, she would throw up her hands like this. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to go to bed. Not cleaning up. She wasn't going to clean the kitchen. Not cleaning up. It's hard to go to bed with a dirty kitchen, but I did it. Yeah, you, that's you guys are so weird when it we comes were to that. So, really? Oh, Sarah still does that. She can't go to bed with a dirty kitchen. I know you can't. Yeah, you, yes, you can. It's very easy. No, no, you can't. You can't. I no. don't sleep as well. I know. You and you, who wants to wake up to like a sticky plate? Yeah. Like I want to wake up to like a fresh counter do with you, my do, fresh do you, mug of do coffee. Do you bring your sticky plate with you to bed or something? No, Sometimes, but it will be in my head. <laughs> up there in your noggin. <laughs> so Sarah. Um, I, at this point, Sarah's working for Target. I'm teaching in Eden Prairie, and I decide to go to grad school. Because the only way to make more money when you're teaching is to get your master's mm-hmm. degree. And so I went to um, St. Thomas. I got my master's degree. And while, while at St. Thomas, I happened to meet our friend, Jesse Link. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was Jesse Granis, but whatever. And um, Jesse was just engaged to her fiancé, now husband, Tom. And Tom had some friends. Mm-hmm. Tell us about him, Sarah. Well, Tom's friends really like blossomed into our, <laughs> our girl because I met one friend named Chad. Jill met a friend named, named Chad. Chad. <laughs> and we both married these Chads. So so there you go, everybody. I went to grad school and, and <laughs> to and help these ladies <laughs> find their mates. <laughs> Several of them. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're just like the quarter beer night place up in Superior. I just bring people together. Yeah. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Sarah does. She's good at that. Yeah. She is a connect. That's true. That's one of the things that when we uh, met each other, th- th- there's still a dozen years or so before I meet you. Right. <laughs> there these, are a lot of years. Yeah. Um, a lot of bad decisions. Yeah. No, no. All good decisions. <laughs> they were all perfect because they led yeah. you to me, right? Even so bad. Very good. Yes. Yes. But we, we did agree that we were kind of like the connectors in our, in our friends, in our friend yeah. groups. Yes. There's, yep. Yeah. Sarah's yep. a, she's kind of the glue. Chad calls it the glue. You're kind of the glue. <laughs> the sticky plate. You're the glue to everyone. Like, That's, here we go. Yep. So Sarah meets Chad at, was that the Anything for Money party? Oh, God. Probably where I was being ridiculous. With the sweater? Oh, God. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. I had, like, <laughs> candle wax. How do I get candle wax on a sweater? And it was a new, <laughs> cute um, sweater from Anthropology. Yeah. It's just bad decisions. Like, looking back, it's just cringy. And so Sarah would open the door to this party. Hi, do you want to see my candle wax? What the hell? I'm thinking that is totally something you could you would do. This is like when Stefan Diggs caught the miracle. The oh. other, yeah. Oh, that was amazing. That's on video Speaking too. Of sports that collapse last night was rough. It was brutal. Wolves, anyway, brutal. So, how did you meet Chad? At that party. At the anything yes, for money I, party. One of them. Yeah, we met, and then he worked downtown too, and we met for happy hour, maybe. I think happy hour. I don't know. I wasn't Went to there. Ike's. Ike's for happy hour. <laughs> yep. Ike's. Did you share a cookie? 
Uh, probably. We went to Ike's, went for happy hour, and the rest is history. Oh, we're not letting it slide that easily. <laughs> we are not. I think Sarah sat me down on the, like, we had these blue striped couches. That from were my great aunts. <laughs> great aunt Claire's, Claire's couches. And I think she sat on her couch, and I would sit on my couch, and she'd be like, I have something to tell you. Really? <laughs> I think so. Oh, my gosh. Because he emailed me. What did so he say? Romantic. Well, this, again, back before, like, back before, you know, like, Chaz. social media and, oh, Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> um, back before all, it's like, that's what people did, right? Like, you emailed or called. I mean, there was no texting. I mean, AOL texting, instant messenger. Texting wasn't, like, a huge thing yeah. back then. And it makes it sound so ancient, doesn't it? It was email or call. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, if you did text, it was $1.29. Yeah. Or you <laughs> took character. forever to text it. Yeah. And you had to put A-A-B-B-B-B-B. See, it was amazing whenever you could text and not even look at it anymore. I know. So, I mean, this was, it was call or email. I mean, email. Yeah, weird. He probably emailed me at work. At your target. Target. Shaber at target.com. It was only Shaber that. Yeah. yeah so not er, sorry. We, Shaber. Er, yeah. Sure. So I think we met and I think it was like Valentine's Day. It was. Because we went out on one of our first dates. That's a, that's one of your first dates was on Valentine's yes, Day. That's that's a. I know a commitment. Yeah. That's something. And you did it. Yeah, and he had that other girlfriend. Remember we met Mary. her? Mary. Mary. I was just talking what? about her. We at met New Year's. At that New Year's party, and she had that blue dress on. Yep. So and we nylons. Go from, we go from January, <laughs> January, there was a girlfriend, to you going out in February 14th. I guess, yeah. Yes, because oh. I think our party was in January. Because oh, we were at Tom and Jesse's for, for, New that, Year's. for that New Year's party, yep. and that's when Tom broke the coffee table, right? That's right. Yeah. You know what I love about this so far is everybody out here is listening to this and they are actually like, oh, yeah. Oh, remember that one time that Frank did that shit? And like, because they, they, it, this is awesome. I love this. I mean, I don't want to embarrass Tom. I don't really remember what happened, but something happened with <laughs> the coffee, broke a coffee table. table. I mean, we were young. We had so much fun when they lived on their at their house on yes. Chowin. And it's just it's funny because. Here we are 20 years later, and we're all still friends. Mm-hmm. And probably still talking about the same four stories. <laughs> and we laugh like <laughs> like everyone should know them. They're yep. core memories. Come they on. We all memories. have those core memories. That we, core, when, I like that core memory. When, when you get with your homies from your old school Gs, and you're just like, you're like, remember that one time that I crapped in the top of the toilet? <laughs> no. It's called I, an upper decker. <laughs> oh, my God, Will. Like without the seat up? No, you, you crap Sarah, in the water no. tank. Oh, Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's an upper decker. I, Anyhow. I don't even know how logistically that works. So you and Chad got married. <laughs> <laughs> you're a boy mom, so you're probably literally mean, putting the puzzle together. I might learn how that works soon. If I told my 10-year-old, he'd be like, cool. No, you know what he would do? He'd do it. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's an upper decker? <laughs> he would, and then go to school and talk oh, about no. upper deckers and doggy style, which is apparently the other thing the 10-year-olds are talking about at school. Oh, no, God. they're not. They heard it in a rap song or something. Tatum's going to, n- I'm telling you, she's a nun. I'm telling she's, you. <laughs> you should have been a nun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so we did get married. You did? We did. And how did Chad ask you to marry you? At Ike's on Valentine's Day, <laughs> the site of our first date. And didn't he like pass you a card? Wait, wait, Valentine's Day was your first date? Yes. 
And we got engaged on Valentine's Day. Was it yeah. just a year after? No, it was longer after. Was it two? Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was two because we had moved. I moved in with him to that house. Yep. And um, that house that we sold. You did sell it. <laughs> so ch- and all stories there too. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, well, keep going. So Sarah and Chad got married. November of November oh seven. Of oh seven. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? November tenth, two thousand seven. And then when was little Jackson uh he was born June two thousand nine. Okay, so you guys were married a year before he was born. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, more than a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Math. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't remember. I just remember like you guys got married. You had Baxter, your puppy, and then Jackson arrived. So Mm -hmm. you found out you were pregnant with Jackson when? January 09, probably. Yeah. 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 January, end of December, January 09. And I remember that because we had either a birthday party or a bachelorette party for Jill. Yes. And we really loved the tequila. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I was pregnant, but I was drinking up a storm. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. <laughs> it really does. I mean, it wasn't on purpose. Yeah. No, to be judged. But that wasn't yeah. like a judgy thing. It was yeah, just like, no. oh, yep. And then like the next day, we're literally like on the couch watching TV and whatnot. And then like literally, is this is this when one of your friends wrote your lesson plan for you? No. Oh, that was oh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea went to work. Andrea went to work, and the rest of us had a nice day. Um, Journal <laughs> <laughs> about fall. Angria. Journal about fall. Journal about fall. Um, But you found out in January that you were pregnant Mm -hmm. and you were due when? October 2009. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what? October 6th to be exact. October 6th. Mm -hmm. And like, how was your pregnancy? Normal. Like normal. Like I didn't eat deli meat or, you know, did all the things. Are you one of those? (laughs) I, I mean, probably I was, you know, didn't do the things walked yoga and <laughs> shit i don't know like i mean went, went to my appointments yeah. i don't know yeah i remember at my birthday party that half calf coffee oh yeah mm. you were careful on the caffeine half calf yeah no deli meat what were some of the other things I that mean, i don't know like stupid stuff that you know i mean you have kids you have kids yeah. i have two yeah i mean just like you read the dumb books and what to expect. When yeah. You're expecting. And try to do the thing. Don't read it. Be, I know. Yeah. Don't <laughs> read it. It's probably not going to happen. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like all that. Try to be healthy. Yep. And then what happened early June? Jackson was born June two, June 23rd, 2009. That's four months. Yeah. He was, he was born early. He was born at 25 weeks. And keep in mind, there's 40 weeks in a pregnancy. <laughs> so he was born quite early. So tell us about the day. Like, you wake up on this lovely, was it a Sunday? So, yeah, it was Father's Day. Was woke up, normal day. We went to Victor's. Is that even still open? Yes. Oh, yeah, the Cuban place, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good breakfast. Yeah. Um, really good pancake. Yep, went there for breakfast. You know, probably ate up a storm. Ate a really good pancake. Thank God. Yeah. And, um, yeah, then came home. We went to Great Harvest. You remember did? Great Har- yeah, I remember going to Great Harvest after and getting... That's the bread place, oddly, right? Oddly, you remember the weird things? Yes, like got like shortbread bars. What the hell? Like, what was I thinking? Okay. And um, 
Yes, and then came home and went to the bathroom and... Didn't you go to Target? We went to Target because I got a new lunchbox <laughs> for my work. <laughs> for the shortbread bars. <laughs> for the shortbread bars. Yeah. yeah. Don't be weird. I'm like, yeah. oh, I need to bring... I need to, I need to start vacuuming my lunch more. So I need a new lunchbox because that's what you do, right? Like You were nesting. Yeah, nesting. And um, got a new lunchbox and then came home and, you know, not good things started happening. Like what? Out of... Out of nowhere. Like, what happened? So, I mean, I don't want to get graphic, but I oh, was no, it's bleeding. Okay. I was bleeding. Mm-hmm. So, you know, bleeding in pregnancy, probably not a good thing. And we called the doctor. And she, um, she's like, oh, I think you have a hemorrhoid. I'm like, no, I don't think it's that region. Yeah, there's <laughs> bleeding out of your bum bum. And then there's bleeding out of the other. No, I don't non- think it's yeah. coming out of that region. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe you should go to the hospital and get it checked out. Really yeah. said you might have a hemorrhoid? Yes. Like you because don't- that's common in pregnancy, hemorrhoids. Okay. So, you know. It's common in life. Yeah, and but that okay. didn't. I didn't know that. It was not. That hemorrhoids are common in life? No, no, pregnancy. In, oh. They can be, I think, okay. common in. I, yeah, I, but I think that's just what they thought. It was coming okay. out of that. It was not coming from that region. It was coming from the other region. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we went to the hospital and which did, hospital did you go we to? We went to Fairview Southdale. Okay. They, cause I was going to deliver there. So they did an ultrasound. I just remember the ultrasound tech looking really like having this Concerned. Kind of look on her face that I didn't think looked right. But of course they can't tell you anything. So, um, yeah, I found out I was already four centimeters dilated. So that, that point there wasn't a lot they could do. Um, I know there's a scale for yeah. this for is the it, dilation. Is it ten? Is it ten? The higher. Ten. Okay, so okay. you're almost halfway there. Yeah. So and at that point, there's not a lot they can do for you. Okay. I think if it was less, there are things they can do. Basically, all they can do is just have you lay there. So you I mean you are like by the book up to this point in your pregnancy? Yeah. I mean, and I yeah. Like, are you going to your exam? Like, yes. how often are you seeing your doctor? I mean, well, I had just seen my doctor like two weeks prior to that, and everything looked fine. Hmm. So wow. Um, it happened quick and yeah. So this was like a Sunday morning. Sunday now they're like, oh, by the way. Yeah. Father's Day. It was Father's Day. You're yep. four mm-hmm. centimeters dilated mm-hmm. and now you have to lay here. Yep. So did they have a plan to like try to like keep, well, mm-hmm. I'll just say Jackson. Yep. Because <laughs> it is Jackson. Oh, Jackson. Did they have a plan to keep um, him in or like what was his, what were they saying at this point? Um, I mean, the plan was to, we wanted to get to 28 weeks. Because 28 weeks is like a really big milestone with brain development. And we're development, at 25. And we're at 25. Okay. Well, they actually thought I was less than 25. Um, I think, but I was, then they realized I was measuring about 25. Okay. Um, so yeah, 28 was kind of the milestone. So I wasn't going home regardless. You were I mean, there. I was going to stay in the hospital. So they transferred me to U of M Riverside. All down there. Because like they, were they more like prepared? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they had the level four NICU. So what does NICU mean? Neonatal intensive care unit. Thank you. So they had the level four. Was this in your book? No, this is not in the book. (laughs) It might be, be, but I mean, prior to this, like you just like, I didn't know. I mean, everyone I knew just had normal eight pound babies. Yes. You know, crawled at eight months and walked at 12 months and talked at whatever. I mean, that's just what happened. Right. I mean, that's all I knew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's all any of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't really, I never knew of anyone that, had a micro preemie. Yes. 
So or even that that was a thing. That oh, I didn't know it was a thing, or if yeah. it was a thing, I didn't know. These that damn they, books. That they, I know. <laughs> Why wasn't this in Where was tenth grade biology when yeah, you needed no it? No crap. <laughs> I know. We didn't learn about that. The pig didn't help yeah. us with this. If he would have buttoned the top button, maybe yes. they would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. A distraction. I know. God. Okay, so they ship you down to Riverside. Yep. And this is still on Sunday. Yep. Ship me down in like one of those like lifelink ambulances. Okay. And where's Chad at this point? Um. Oh God. He probably had that same look on his face he had when we went to the closing for our new house. Remember that? When he just I like, do. Deer I in do. the headlights. Um, so he, he had to. That's a, I, he, I vividly yeah, remember I that look. Too, and yeah. I know that look very well. He probably had. I don't think he could come with me. So he had to drive down. So I went in this ambulance with this like group of four people who thought they were like a comedy troupe. And like hadn't worked together and were joking. And it was just this really? big fun. Like, yeah. So they weren't. Nothing worked. I mean, they couldn't get some monitor on. I mean, it was just like, oh. We'll get there soon. Yeah. <laughs> Hold so, tight. And uh, how, part, how yeah. that, I, mean, I am pissed for I, you. And this was years ago. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. I think I was just so oblivious. I was just like, yeah. okay, let's go. Um, so we went, got there, and then I just was there. I mean, they had me in like an angle to try to like keep my head below like my legs up a little bit. They wanted your, literally yeah, your head below yeah, your uterus. Yes, to keep like that Keep them down. in. Gravity. Yes. And that's the plan. Yeah, that was the plan. Like not getting up to go pee. I mean, just you can you figure out like, what I had to do. Did they bring the bedpan? Yes. That was really awkward too. So, Especially for so someone who cares heavily about cleanliness. Yes. So it was, like, wasn't even a catheter. It was a bedpan. It was a bedpan. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was like a metal bedpan. I've had to poop in those. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! I don't think I pooped, but I peed a lot, and I had to have the nurse leave and turn the water on because there's like that <laughs> pee anxiety. You know when you go into a bathroom and like, no, yeah, it's not coming out. It's not <laughs> coming out as fast, and the person next to me is peeing really fast. So anyway, I had some anxiety with that. That was such a beautiful glimpse into your but, world. Thank yeah, you. but anyway, so I was just there, and we were just there, and then, mm-hmm. um, and when was he born? He was born two days later, so I was able to get lung steroids which were very important for him. So that's good. So they give you two steroids to help develop his lungs. And then, um, you know, so we were thinking things were going well. Like, maybe we'll make it to 28 weeks. But, you know, now that we know Jackson, (laughs) we know this was probably his plan all along. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I'm going to F with them from day one. Here we go. Mom. (laughs) Game on. Yeah. Um, So... uh, yeah, so two days later, um, I was allowed to go to a bedside commode, which is what they called it. Yeah, where they wheel in the, yes, the, 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 the they wheel thing. in the shitter. So yeah. yes, exactly. So yep. I was I was upgraded to that, got up, and there's more bleeding. Mm. And so then the doctor comes in and they can feel his foot coming out. Of course he's the wrong way because again, it's it's Jackson. It's Jackson. Um, so the last thing I remember is Al Roker on the TV saying, and here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. Shut (laughs) up. No way. I vividly remember Al Roker on the TV. Like that is the last thing I saw. We need to do the thing where you can hire the celebrity (laughs) (laughs) and hire Al Roker. Send Sarah, um... (laughs) 
What's that? He was the oh. last person I remember seeing because then it's just like they're throwing Chad some scrubs, they're taking me, and it's just like boom, 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 boom. Here's what's happening in and your neck of the woods. And here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. And then he was born. I had a C-section, and he was born, and he looked like an alien. And that is probably Chad's probably more traumatized by that because I didn't actually see it. I just saw him like boom. They quick show him to you, and then they whisk him. <clears> and away. then he was off. Yeah. How? What? What? The the dimensions. Like- he was one pound fifteen ounces. Wow. So he was under two pounds, really small. Like he was like his skin. I mean, Sarah, you probably yes. saw him right away. Yes. He was almost like translucent. Like you can see mm-hmm. all of everything, kind wow. of. And it's like, like their skin. To put it in perspective, like his diaper was smaller than a credit card. It was. Yes. My mom puts one on the Christmas tree every year. The, the little diapers? The diaper. I mean, she used to carry it in her purse and show, like, the people at Jerry's Foods. I'm sure she did. <laughs> it's Zoe Dinah. <laughs> Jerry's Foods? Jerry's Foods, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I just remember the first time I saw Jackson, like, well, A, he's very stubborn. And he is. He is, he is. a fighter. He is. He is. Um, gotten him a long ways. His yeah. legs. I just remember his legs were like little chopsticks. Yes. They're very small. Very small. Yeah, like they put a quarter by like one of his feet, you know, just like to give like perspective. Perspective. Some people do those pictures like a pop bottle or something like see how big. So he was like 12. He was basically the size of a ruler. Yes. And but he was actually like a really good size for that. Being so early. Being so early. So he was like that was actually like considered hefty for 25 weeks. Because, I mean, we know someone whose baby was born under a pound. So 13 ounces. I can't even. And she survived. Wow. So he was born on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I remember Chad sent the text mm-hmm. that Jackson the Edward Fitterer text probably has arrived. Flip flown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has arrived. So, you know, you have him. When did you see him? I th- believe they bring you down right away. Like once they get you kind of up and recover, you know, like from a C-section, like there's a little recovery and you sit back and eat some ice chips or whatever and then um yeah I think they put me in me in a wheelchair and brought me down and saw him so I mean like a lot of that I don't really remember yeah I mean it's very I just I vaguely remember it because I can remember where he was in the nursery but other than that like that was kind of a blur and now like this insert Sarah now into a whole new community yes it is a whole new community like yeah. just the now I'm not talking about like where Jackson is at now. I'm talking like NICU. The NICU mm-hmm. babies. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Yeah, I mean you're kind of immersed in that that world for you know, he was there for 106 days. So I mean we were that was our so leaving was almost weird when we left. Like I almost didn't really know what was I going to do wow. with myself. Yeah. You know, because every day you went there, you hung out there, you talked to the nurses, you talked to the mm-hmm. doctors. Yeah, it was just a routine. And Jackson didn't have the easiest time he in the NICU. Did not. Can, I, can I ask some questions? Yes. Um, so, I mean, it's almost like, I mean, obviously your world is flipped upside mm-hmm. down and you're thrown into this brand new universe. What can you tell me about like the doctors and the nurses? They were, I mean, that they were amazing. I mean, that's who the nurses are kind of are who get you through it. Right. Um, and there's, you know, favorite doctors, not so favorite doctors, you know, ones <laughs> that maybe are a little more blunt and you don't want to hear, but actually they were right. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> looking back at it, they jerks. were right, yeah. but they were jerks then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, the nurses kind of become, that's who's 
they hold the baby in the middle of the night. They, you know, those are the ones that are by your side and that are with you during those times when they're giving you the bad news Mm -hmm. and bad news happens a lot. So yeah, I mean, they do become, and I'm still, you know, in contact with, I mean, via social media with Mm -hmm. some of the nurses. And so that's makes it, it's very, you become very connected. And what about some of the other families that were there when you were there? Mm -hmm. So yeah, we did meet, we actually met, I mean, we met a few families when we were there, um, but they do keep it, you, you do meet people. There's like the people that kind of the revolving door people, like the, you know, babies that come in, they're there for like two days and go home. Mm-hmm. Um, like they say to you, like the smallest and the biggest babies are the ones that are in the NICU. So like the one pound babies and like the 12 pound babies, those are the unhealthy babies. Hmm. The ones in the middle, you know, that's the ones that go home right away not the big and small ones so like in a traditional pregnancy <clears throat> you're typically in the hospital for how long like a couple days I mean I you know a couple days for a c-section and then you go home with your kids so yep. I mean so we saw that I mean I just remember memories like being in going up because you deliver on one floor and they take you up to the next and seeing a woman in the elevator with her holding her brand new baby you know, and that, and then seeing people go home with their, you know, holding the dad walk, the dad walk, their cute little babies and their little carriers. That was not us. Like Mm -hmm. seeing that was not easy. You know, you're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, they get to take their kid home, Mm -hmm. you know? And I still think about that. Like that kid's Jackson's age now, you know, and think about how different that was for them versus, you know, how different our experience. But now it's like, you know, that's, it doesn't bother me now. It bothered mm-hmm. me then, but mm-hmm. and I w- I've obviously never been through that, but I would assume, like, just when anything different happens to you, it's very traumatic or traumatic mm-hmm. and dramatic, and you had to deal with those emotions. Yeah. You had well, to get through it. I mean, that's probably why they gave me Zoloft when I left the hospital. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Here, take this. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> <Yeah>. may help. <laughs> Thank this you. May help. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I will. You, <laughs> you don't seem well. Take this. <laughs> so because that's what I was going to ask is like. You know, usually a couple days, you have your baby. A couple days later, you're mm-hmm. heading home. Mm-hmm. So my question is, you're not heading home with that baby. Mm-mm. No, you're heading home by yourself. You're not baby stayed at the hospital. <laughs> so, you know, that's weird. And you're coming home to your house where you have ultrasound pictures hanging on the fridge. Right. You know, wow. so, I mean, that's, you know, weird. You know, you're not bringing that kid home. And I mean, at that point, you're thinking that kid's not going to live. I mean, because it's very, those first few weeks are very, well, the first few days. I think once they make it through the first few days, their success rate, their success their rate, success goes, up. rate goes up. And he did. I mean, he did really well the first few days. I mean, the shit kind of hit the fan more of the third and fourth day. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happened third or fourth day? He, um, we found out he had a brain bleed. So they're common in preemies. They rank them one to four. You know, one being like, it's going to resolve on its own. They'll be fine. Four being, oh, this is not going to be good. So he did have a grade four on the left side. Um, So that news was bad. That was very, very bad. Um, 25 weeks. Yes. 25 weeks. Yeah. Size of a ruler. Yeah. Now we're talking about brain. Yeah, so now, yeah, and that's what they tell you. I mean, before you have the kid, you know, when you're sitting in this waiting area, like in the hospital before 
you have them, they tell you all the scary stuff. I mean, someone comes up and does not sugarcoat how crappy it could be. So, I mean, they're telling, and this was one of the things I told us, and I just remember, oh my God, this is one thing I don't want to have happen. Mm-hmm. You know, because you obviously know how important your brain is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but it did happen. And so that was... That was not a good day. I remember um, that phone call. Oh, it was rough. Mm-hmm. It was not. I mean, it was a bad, bad day because, I mean, we didn't know if he was going to make it. I mean, and they, unfortunately, this they have to do this. They basically give you the option to discontinue mm. the life support. I mean, mm-hmm. they're essentially, you're, they're keeping this child alive with a ventilator for the first Didn't the weeks. doctor or someone say, yeah. like... Is his, is his life viable? Yes. Like they use yes. very like yes. technical terms. So, I mean, they're, you know, they are basically like, you have the option now to discontinue this. You know, we don't know what his outlooks, outlook will be like. And they kind of give it a range of, you know, what he'd be like in the future. So, mm-hmm. but we were like, no, we're not doing that. Like, hell no. I mean, that's, you know, he'll be fine and um, we'll do whatever. So we did. Um can I just yeah. pop in for a yeah. second? Because yeah. that's how you, like, you're saying it. And I just remember that phone call. And you were like, Mother Trucker. You're going to tell me. I mean, there yeah. might have been some other words. Yeah. But I don't know if we want to go explicit. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like that is the moment out of all the moments that I remember you like changing. Like that is like the, mm-hmm. the turning yeah. point where you were like, this is my son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And screw all of you. Mm-hmm. He's going to make it. Yeah. And yeah. if there's something about Sarah Shaver Fitterer, if she is determined for something, mm-hmm. watch out. Watch out, world. Yeah. So we were, I mean, we were both determined like that we're not going to stop here mm-hmm. because this happened. And then eventually, you know, it just, you just, I mean, like anything, you learn to live with it and you learn to like adapt to what's happened and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we moved on, and and like, days what were some of the other things? Because he had not one brain bleed, didn't he? Have he two? had two, so the one side was less. It was a two on the other side, which is you know those will resolve. They call it like resolving on their own, where there's minimal effects to the brain. The four, there, the grade four actually is taking out like that white matter. So I mean, if you look at an MRI on him, there's a part of his right side of his brain that's not there. So, I mean, it's just been wiped out. And, I mean, that you kind of can regenerate those. There's probably fancier terms to be using, but create. I don't know how to explain it. Like, they can create pathways. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, anyway, that happens, but it's still, I mean, it's affected his speech, his mobility. It's affected a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a lot of positives. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a lot going for him, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so aside from the brain bleed, you know, kind of typical stuff they do a little heart surgery a few days after I mean and they really explain that like they're gonna go cut their lawn you know like this is just like we're just gonna go in and make an incision here and go in and tie this off and Chad and I were both like um okay 25 weeks yes the size of a ruler under two pounds they just like go in yeah and are just like cutting that kid open and it's like you know just every day like they're you know going to whatever Cut their lawn, like I said. So, yeah, so that happened. Um, Yeah, I mean, there was just a lot of, like, you know, weird little, I mean, normal for preemies. You know, they get infections. They, 
you know, have to toy around with their settings on their ventilator and try to remove it. And then it goes back in because they're not breathing. And, um, and again, I mean, this was 12 years ago and like things even now have come a long way, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? So, what were some milestones that you were hoping Jackson was going to accomplish? Like, what was going to get you guys home? Yeah, like getting the breathing tube out. You know, and he did in early August. He got it out, and basically they just took it out, and they weren't sure it was going to work, and he started breathing. Um, <laughs> you know, like getting – then they put you on oxygen and getting off oxygen, getting out of the, you know, what you might – the isolate or incubator. You know, that was a big thing. Moving to a crib, um, you know – starting bottle feeding or breastfeeding. Oh God, I remember all the mills. Uh, yes. Yeah. You had to count like milliliters. And I mean, now it's like, I will forever know how many milliliters are in a cup and an ounce. And all. I mean, it's just like <laughs> you asked me and I know we're trying out different bottles. There's and, 3.8 liters in a gallon. And so it's just, yeah, there's a lot of different, like really agonizing little milestones you have to like mm-hmm. meet in order to go home. And, um, so he did end up going home on his due date, October 6th. So, um, and what did he have to pass before he could go home? Oh gosh. Wasn't there like a car seat test? Yes. They had to do a car seat thing where they test out the car seat and put him in a car seat. Um, because you go home with oxygen and he wasn't on it very long. He actually like lung wise did really well. Whereas the lot of preemies have a lot of issues with their lungs. So he's actually That's never really been, never his thing. really been his thing. He's kind of more of a brain guy. Yeah. You know, we're just going to concentrate more up there. Um, but yeah, the lungs have always been, like, he's never really gotten that sick. Whereas a lot of, you know, kids more than really have asthma or have breathing issues or, you know, get pneumonia more often, but he never really did. So I don't know. He's got some good lungs on him. Yes, he does. He does. He's loud. Um, What about like his, he had a shunt. Yes, he does have a shunt, a VP shunt in his brain. And that was from the brain bleed. What's a shunt? A shunt is basically a little thing they implant in your brain and it helps drain your spinal fluid. So what happens is when you have the brain bleed, it's kind of like cuts off those pathways because our spinal fluid just drains normal, like through our whatever our bodies mm-hmm. I don't know where the hell it goes but anyway so um they put that in to help kind of divert that to get it out because the brain bleed causes some issues with all those pathways so cool. he has that um and that's yeah I mean that did cause some issues when he was younger but now it's pretty knock on wood stable um so yeah and preemies have a lot of eye is- eye issues he doesn't necessarily have a ton. I don't, he's, yeah. I mean, he sees pretty well. So anyway. He seems yeah, when he see. sees something he wants, he goes and gets it. He's fine. But yeah. So, I mean, it has created a bit of a different life than probably what we expected when we thought we were going to have this kid. When I found out I was pregnant in January, 2009, after that tequila night. I mean, maybe it was the tequila night. I don't uh, know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, but, you didn't name him Jackson, yeah. Jack, Jose. <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it has created a bit of a, you know, interesting journey for us. And you have, like, you've connected with other NICU moms. Yes. Like, so we, tell us about yes, that community. So, we have... Um, so post NICU, um, again, like I said, I didn't meet a ton there. You met, you meet some here and there. Um, and then it was just sort of kind of, 
after that, gosh, I don't even remember how we all connected, but somehow like about six of us came together who had babies around the same time. So they're all around 12 now, 11, 12. And um, yeah, so that's been a really good connection, especially when they were younger. Um, But it's been a nice connecting with other families. And then just now I've just connected with, you know, just via social media, you Mm -hmm. people connect you with other people. If somebody knows somebody that it's happened to. And so you do kind of get immersed in this community. Mm -hmm. And Sarah, like you, you're very positive and you're Mm -hmm. very resilient. Well, I don't know how positive I am all the time, but again, that's probably what you see. Those were compliments. Thank you. I know I'm Bob bad at accepting compliments sometimes. But I think it's like, I don't think people realize the change in like just lifestyle, like the things that you think about. Of course they don't. They will never know. Like Mm. we have a glimpse into the life. Correct. Mm. But we still, we have a fraction of an idea. Mm-hmm. Of what it's like, we will never know. Nobody will ever know what you've gone through except you and mm-hmm. the other NICU moms. And mm-hmm. even then, it's there's probably and different Chad and different mm-hmm. levels, you mm-hmm. know. But no, just, you're right. I mean, I think we, but I think just as humans, we adapt mm-hmm. to anything that happens, good or bad, in our lives. So we've just adapted mm-hmm. and just have figured out how to navigate this life with him. It's different, but you know, I wouldn't. Well, some days I would trade it. You know, I do wish. You know, there's things I wish I could take away from him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, his person, I would never trade who he is and this right. is in his yep. personality and, mm-hmm. you know, his silly, crazy self. And I mean, that's just Jackson. Mm-hmm. So and that's we love him for that. And he's he's so strong. And so whenever I like think of something, you know, if I have to go like, you know, say like, getting like your blood drawn or something that you hate doing mm-hmm. or, you know, it's like shit, I can handle this. Like, look all the stuff that he's done, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you think like, yeah. Or even like when my, I don't know, I think my mom had to have an MRI or something and she was like, oh, it's so hard. And I'm like, Jackson has had like 50 of those in his life and he's handled it. I think you can do it, you know? So I just (laughs) always think that like, he's, you know, he's inspired us. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, after Jackson, you're like, there's no way in hell I'm going to go through this again, right? So he's an only child? No, no, no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so we did, we did end up having another child. So I, um, they did find out that what I have is incompetent cervix. That's a really positive term, isn't it? Yeah, that sounds My horrible. Cervix is incompetent. Um, that is the actual term. So basically like my cervix just cannot hold babies. So whenever I see someone having like quadruplets at like, you know, who are like born at like 37 weeks, I'm like, she must have a titanium cervix. cervix. Yeah. Very capable cervix. Yes. Mine, not so much. Yeah. Those kids <laughs> and they called it an incompetent. It's called incompetent cervix. It might be another term, but that's what they They probably me. should change that. So yeah. did they, did you know that before Logan um, or during yeah, Logan? Yeah. So with Logan, I was just watched super closely. So mm-hmm. I went every week and had an ultrasound and they just ultra close watched. And then they started seeing the same thing happening where my cervix started like prematurely opening and they took me right to the hospital. And basically what they can do is they can, like, stitch it shut. So, like, like your shoelaces, like... They just Not like your shoelaces. I mean, that's a very dumbed down... I mean, th- th- I get the visual, but... I'm just something but... that's tied. Like, they tie it. They, de- like, tie it like you... Stitches... If like, you nothing's leaving chin. that. Yeah, so... 
they did that and then I was on bed rest for like a super long time like you were put on bed rest at like 20 weeks yes so I was on bed rest for a long time and now we're talking about Chad had to like kaboom the sink and that was not going well like on Sarah's to-do list for the like for Chad like in the notebook she had a list and one day she read it off to us and it was like pick up groceries get crunchy fruit kaboom the sink you know because kaboom is a cleaning product I, I know what it is yeah <laughs> And here we are, like Should 10 I years some, later, still laughing. Still laughing about kabooming the sink. I'm of, more intrigued by the list yeah. that, that you made. That's a very... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. we have some good lists. So, well, and he, how... Like, just take me back, because this is a part I don't remember. How did you manage Jackson and his care while being on bed yeah, rest so, and a full-time working husband? Superhero. Yeah, so Jackson was a toddler. My mom was able to help more then. So, you know, Jackson was in preschool. So he was in preschool a few days a week, and... Um, or maybe we've had him in more than we might have put him in a little more. Was that at Frazier? Yes. So he was there. And then, yeah, I mean, again, like you just make it work. I mean, we, you just adapt to what you have to do and like he still napped. So, I mean, that was, you know, we were able to manage that, but I think, yeah, he was in preschool and my mom helped. Mm -hmm. She was still kind of more able to help then. Um, so that worked out. Pretty well, um, but still, yeah, that was hard. But he stayed in the full time, so he was born at you know full term and seven pound eleven ounce baby. You know the ones you expect to have. <laughs> and you um, could leave the hospital. And we left the hospital with him and brought home his little cute little pudgy baby. And you know, so it was very weird to like have that experience where oh, he just ate right away. Oh, he's just breathing. Oh, you just take him home and put him in your crib and he <laughs> sleeps and you're not having to hook up oxygen. Like it was all of it. It still is weird every day because it's so different. You know, yeah. oh, you know, he's in fourth grade. He's learning about this and that. And like he can, you know, read a chapter book. Like it's just, you know, all the normal things. Like it still blows my mind even to this day that yeah. it's so different. So like Logan's milestones are so different. So different than, than Jackson's. Jackson's. And that's fine. And, you know, I hope like with this experience with Logan being this brother to Jackson who has special needs, like hopefully that's shaping him to be either he's going to be a wonderful, excellent human or need years of therapy. So it's only, it's really just going to be one of the two. Maybe a little blend of both. Maybe both. But yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, we definitely have more of a unique family than what you see. We have to do a lot more dividing and conquering. But I mean, even with a child with special needs, who's, you know, he uses a wheelchair, he uses a communication device, you know, things are non-traditional. It, we're not going to shy away from doing things. Like, no. I am determined to not ever let that define us and say, oh, we can't do this because of him. We will do it and we will make it work. And do you guys hear that like motivate? Like there is like a like if Sarah has her mind to something, watch yeah. out. Yeah. Well, and if people stare at him, I will stare right back. Uh, one of my. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is not a new thing for you no. to stand up. Well, no. And I mean, just if people like Sarah, like if we're in Home Depot and he's in his wheelchair and he's just wheeling through like one happy camper and someone stares, I kind of want to be like, do you want his medical records? Could you want to sign a release right here and I can have a mail to you? I mean, like, it's like, hi, have you never seen somebody that looks different than you? I mean, that's. So here's yeah. a question, actually, <laughs> like real life question. I do not know yeah. the answer. Yeah, I probably don't either. And I'm like a questioner. So like if I saw like Jackson. Or if like a kid sees Jackson or whatever it is, like what are some things that are appropriate? Like, I think just to act like normal. 
I, I think like just, you know, say hi, act normal. I think kids are a lot better at it than adults. You mm-hmm. know, kids will just flat out come up and say, what's wrong with him? And I'll, and I'd rather have that than like, be like, oh God, I feel, I feel bad for her. Like you, I don't want pity. You yeah. know, I don't want someone, you know, that's, it, I hate that. So, I mean, I think more so kids are, are more of like the blunt, like we're at a park and he's scooting around on his butt and having a good old time. And a kid will just be like, what's his deal? Well, let me tell you, you know, or yeah. he has special needs. And, um, and that's, I'd rather have that than somebody mm-hmm. just to be super like, you know, like, oh, like awkward and weird. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Will. Well, I just want to, I have a few more questions. Um, so you used to do running. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to get she back is into it. running. Oh, you are. Uh, the first couple times you started to run, what was your reasoning for that? For Jackson. Because he can't. So, I mean, I figure if he can't, I hate running. I'm going to flip and do it. You know? I mean, I've almost been explicit there. Yeah, yeah that'd, I, been, that'd have been okay. I, I, I'm going to do it. So, yeah, and I've tried to start getting back into it because I kind of got out of it. Sarah inspired me to download the Peloton app, and, and now she has me hooked. So Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I love the fact that mm-hmm. Sarah's a great cheerer on her, mm-hmm. um, a cheerleader. And mm-hmm. yeah, when, I've got a loud clap. I'm like, why are we going to watch Sarah run? <laughs> well, she's running because Jackson yeah. can't. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> All in. So I got to get, get back into that. So, yeah, that's it's good for mental health, too. What are the what are some strategies that you have? Because you do have a special needs child, Jackson, and you've got Logan. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you parent both? I would say we do a lot of dividing and conquering. So, you know, like Logan plays a lot of sports, but we try our best to bring Jackson to everything. He loves cheering him on at baseball games and being outside. Um, But there are times when we can't do both things. Mm -hmm. So we just have to do more. You take this, I take that. Or, yeah, that's just kind of always been our strategy. And I feel like you've had to really learn this system. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, we've talked about this. There is a system. Sarah and I have... I feel like someday you could like you literally could be an advocate for other parents to teach them. There are people. Yeah. That do that because there are a lot of things he qualifies for and you know, things that if it, what always strikes me is that there's a lot of people who don't speak English that have a special needs child. And I Mm. don't know how they, it would be so Mm. hard if I was in another country trying to do this because it's so hard here. They don't make it easy. Mm -hmm. So you really do have to like, seek out things and ask questions but that's why it's helpful to have kind of your community and your people who who so say if somebody's listening to this and uh they they don't know what to do say they have a child with special Mm. needs um, what should be one of the first things they should do i would say like get hooked up with like their county and you know figure out what programs that child might qualify for because for you know so many years i think we thought we wouldn't qualify but we actually do it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, you just you just have to learn to ask the questions and hopefully get hooked up with like a good social worker when you're getting the NICU. We were not. So um, I think we learned more of these things through other people and through other parents who have children. And mm-hmm. just um, that's been, you know, our friends, the McPhails, we met them and they've been a big help to mm-hmm. us because their daughter has special needs with helping kind of navigate this so I feel like finding somebody that you know maybe is more of a veteran that can help guide you through it has been a big help for us Mm -hmm. because it's just it's overwhelming when you look out there and you're like what do I need to do you know I want to make sure I'm setting him up for success so it's a little different 
You know, and I think just as a special needs parent, whatever their capabilities are, you just start to look at the world different. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the, how do you get in and out of buildings? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, now we do notice those things more, especially when traveling, airports. We've noticed that a lot. Think places, you know, just aren't suited for a child with special needs. And some places are great. And when you go to those places, like a great place that's awesome is like Target Field. They have wonderfully accessible, really? amazing handicapped seating. They have family restrooms, you know, places like that that have thought about it. Um, soccer place for you guys. Oh, they're not, great too. Allianz Field? Yes. I mean, that's another. They have a fantastic bathroom. Like our airport is fantastic. Other places, not so much. So <laughs> other airports, not so much. But um, yeah, that. Um, because you don't think about like family restrooms being important when they they're 12. But they are important. But they yes. are very important. Yeah. And having just the ability to do what you need to do bathrooming toileting wise for him you need to have a decent restroom and because he requires he requires a transfer yes so he requires a transfer and just having you know i can't tell you how many gas station bathrooms we've been in where we've had to be on the floor you know and Mm -hmm. that's gross but you just learn to deal with it i bet you've got a wipe oh i have clorox (laughs) all the time what is your favorite wipe oh i like a classic clorox the, the, the yellow bottle or the like the I kind of like some of the fun I want to say flavors but smells kind <laughs> <laughs> of spice it up a little maybe some coconut I don't know yeah <laughs> um so yeah yes anyway that's awesome and well I have one more question oh, how long yeah. can Jackson stay in the school district he will be in the school district till he's 21 because okay. if you have an IEP which is individualized education plan you probably know all about these mm-hmm. being a teacher um, you do qualify for more services so when he graduates high school he will go on to a transitional program that will hopefully help prep him maybe for a job um, there are lots of jobs out there mm-hmm. that people with disabilities or you know um, cognitive deficiencies have. So, well, I think that's the cool thing is you've been such a great advocate for him Thanks. and, um, it's not going to be, Oh, he can't do that. Gladiator for mm-hmm. him. Like it's going to yeah. be, we're going to figure out what he can do. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we want just, we always just want him to set to be the most successful. It doesn't matter what that looks like. Just happy and successful. Mm-hmm. Happy is number one, of course. And, and and you've been happy with the school district. Mm-hmm. We have. Yeah. They've been good. I mean, there's, I think good and bad to everything, but mm-hmm. And as you know, when we looked for a house, we did probably focus on that too much. I don't think it probably really matters. I think most school districts have good special ed programs. But yeah, we have been happy. They've been good. And I think he's met some fun people. And, and you've also been involved. Yes. And, and I being think that's involved a big... is important. I think you're going to get more out of the teachers when you're involved. But um, yeah. But he, he loves school. So that's mm-hmm. good. And the bus. Awesome. And the bus. The bumps on the bus. And... Uh, the best thing about there's so many like amazing things just about your whole family, like Chad's humor. Yeah. I mean, we try to put humor into it. Your humor. Yeah. It's important to be Logan's humor. Oh God. Yeah. And let's face it. Jackson's humor. Oh God, that he's kid. Funny. He's funny. <laughs> he's really funny. <laughs> like d- just because he doesn't like sit and talk sentences. Yeah. Oh, he communicates. Uh, he's really communicating a lot more, like a lot more. It's really funny. 
Yeah, he knows what's going on out there. <laughs> <laughs> doggy style. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Logan. Logan knows doggy style. He's like, Mom, what's doggy style? He thinks What it's do like, you say to that? I don't even know. They think it's like twerking. So twerking is like a big thing in the fourth grade. Sorry, do you have a fourth grader? A no, first grader, right? Yeah. yeah. It's going to, second grader, it's going to happen. I, I don't, they, it's just, I don't know. I what don't was know. Logan learning this week in school? Oh, God. They had the human development. Boys learned about boys. Girls learned about girls. So he came home with a penis diagram. Oh. And they had to label it. <laughs> Fourth grade? That starts. Next year, they learned about the opposite sex. So next year, he'll learn about girls. I thought... Man, we didn't learn about that until health I in like seventh or eighth grade. I remember it either. I remember, I remember it in fourth grade. grade. Do you remember it in fourth? Yes, okay. because we could not laugh. We could not talk. Yeah. They, when they showed you the pictures of the cauliflower. But we learned. I don't know what the cauliflower <laughs> is. Okay. Maybe that's a boy thing. No, the boys and the girls were. Miss Hart was her name. Can I tell my story? Because I don't know if I want to talk about cauliflower right now. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so um, in fourth grade, we could not laugh or anything and we had to, like we had like the books like yeah. the books about like whatever <laughs> anatomy anatomy and we had to read it out loud and it was like around the room you had to like go around the room and oh i think God. it was like chapter 4 i got the fresh chapter <laughs> on the penis <laughs> the penis because i didn't know how to i've never seen the word spelled <laughs> and, <laughs> I love that. and so there we were like the penis is the, and I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> the penis. Phonics yep. worked for me. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. No, it's oh, a, and you bring up cauliflower. Like I, I, all I said was cauliflower. I'm going to have to ask Logan if he knows what cauliflower is or that. He just, Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> well, he'll ask. Alexa. He'll ask what it is. I mean, if they, anyone's listening to this, we're sorry if your Alexas are now going off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Siri, what is cauliflower? Yeah, well, no, don't do it. I don't know. No, don't do it. it don't do it. I had to turn it off. But yeah, so that's now you are living the life of fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Yep, a lot goes on in fourth grade. Big turning point. Big turning point. Mm-hmm. I think the big takeaway for him was he didn't want pimples. They talked about pimples. Yeah, acne. That's yep. a thing. Yeah. And um, he's like, I don't want pimples, mom. I got to get some face wash. All right. <laughs> There we go. Now they're growing up. So before we wrap up, we will ask you our restaurant question. Or we do. I did. Ri- I did put of course a you little made a list. list yeah, because yeah, you made I was a, thinking yeah. about it last night. But before we do, what are your goals for your your boys and or your family? Mm. Interesting. Our goals. Um, well, I would say number one, just for everyone to be happy and healthy would be a goal. Um, nice. But I would say our goal is just to try to explore and travel as much as possible as a family we really like doing that and um we have fun doing that and I want to you know we've often talked about Chad always wants to do something like we need to like you know make a blog or something about traveling with a special needs child or tips and tricks and you know show other families that they can do that that um, it's possible cuz didn't yeah. you just go to the grand canyon on a cloudy day we did go there on a cloudy day that was <laughs> jackson's got some priceless looks for that day he was not impressed <laughs> it was like oh god we drove all the way for this yes yeah <laughs> well lame. you saw a lot of clouds yeah um but yeah i i mean that's a goal and just to um i think just try to live like as i don't know i'm really into this like living simply like just trying to be 
you know, not try to have such a crazy hustle bustle and just try to enjoy more everyday Mm -hmm. life. I love it. Awesome. Get my list out. I Get your list out list. because we like to finish up every show with somebody's top five favorite restaurants. I don't know restaurants. how impressive it is, but... It's okay. We'll judge you. You can judge me. Yeah, I just don't yeah. know how... And I tried to like group it by breakfast, lunch, dinner. Is Racks Of course you there? did. <laughs> no, but there is a new place by Racks that you guys would love in Burnsville. Olivia's Organic. Oh, we, oh, love, we love it. Olivia's. Yeah. Yes. They have the, it is so good. It's the, it's the best there. $22 chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. <laughs> It is so good. And is it all gluten-free? Yes. Gluten-free and organic. Dairy-free. Yes. Dairy-free. I just went there and I loved it. It was so good. Okay. Super duper. So anyway, I was excited we had that. I live in the south suburbs, which we're not known for our restaurants. Happy Valley. Yeah. It's just not really a restaurant mecca. Um, I don't know. How do you guys do this? All right. Well, what's your number so five? I, well, I kind of grouped it. Like, I don't really have a number five. I would say, like, if I'm talking, like, South Burbs, our top probably restaurant. We like getting sushi from Uka Sushi. Have you guys ever been there? No. It's by the Home Depot in a strip mall because <laughs> everything's in a strip mall in Egan <laughs> Apple Valley in Burnsville. <laughs> and is, is it delicious? Is it off of it 77? It's really good. It's off of 42. Oh. There we go. Come on. Everything's off 42. Yeah. Um, it is good. It is our number one takeout place to get What's sushi your order? Um, we usually get like a couple of like the sushi is it the sashimi with the sashimi? rice yeah yeah we usually get a couple of those we usually get like two or three rolls and some edamame mm. that's kind of our our sushi order yep so yeah all right what do we got for like, um, number four i would say number four would be this is my favorite breakfast place you guys might judge original pancake house i really yes <laughs> Their Oop. waffle is so good. If people don't know, Sarah talks with her hands. So when yeah, you hear yeah. it is so good. <laughs> you guys, I like a basic good breakfast. You know, we we always we go out to breakfast, <laughs> yep. lunch, basic and there's some like spinach, egg, like frittata. I don't want that. I just want a classic. Just give me the pancake. Give me the, give me the classic waffle. breakfast with some good bacon and coffee. That's That's it. You know? I feel like I'm ready to go to the original Pancake House soon. Get their Belgium waffle. It's got like fruit on it. Mm. You can get blueberries, strawberries, and it has real whipped cream. I mean, I'm not talking like the stuff out of the can. Yeah. It's stuff they like really made. It's really good. They whipped it. Yeah. And that place is always busy. It is always busy. It is always packed. And only open until two. Yes. Yeah. And I bet their their waitresses make good, good, like Really good money. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're probably making good money in there, right? Six to two. Yeah. I mean... Sweet hours. Yeah. Come on. So, All anyway. Right. All right. Number three. Ooh. I would say my number three, love it for lunch, Good Earth. Oh, I mean, that's like that's an Edina that's classic. That's an Edina this is, staple. This is Edina AF coming up <laughs> yes. in here. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't pass up their chicken salad. Their chicken salad. Do you so like the good. open-faced or do you like I it? I like it on the bread. On the bread. I like the nice, like, hearty bread. With it a is few just, little seeds and some grain in there. I think it's more of like a nostalgic staple yep. for us in the Galleria. Yep. You know, I mean, there's a lot. There's some decent restaurants in there, but I... I just it's really a, like it's it. It's a standard. It's just, yeah. Always, you're always going to get a good solid lunch there. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two. This is a place Chad and I went on our second date. Whitey's. Oh, in Minneapolis. yeah. I think they have really good bar food. The grilled cheese. 
or yeah, the chicken sandwich. There's beet salad, Sarah. They're beets. <laughs> I do love a beet salad. <laughs> love so a does good Will. beet salad. <laughs> <laughs> love a good beet I mean, salad. I don't know. Isn't even still there? I mean, I yes. think it is. But I, we all, that is always like a good default for us. Yeah. We went there the night after our wedding. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just really good, solid bar food, like mm-hmm. good fries, mm-hmm. you know, just, just good. Their it's a standard. Not the best, but you know, like it's just a good, good, I really like it. Yeah. All, all right. right. Number one. I would say this is another maybe nostalgic, maybe from where we lived, Zumbro. Oh, Always been one of my favorites. Good breakfast and lunch. I love that turkey sandwich they have with the cranberry. With the cranberry. So good. And just so cute. Will has never been into Zumbro. It is so good. Nope. You should go there. It's but it's also one of the restaurants that's it probably closes at two. two. I apparently am like 80 and I like restaurants <laughs> that close I love two. a good geriatric <laughs> dinner. I mean, what the hell? I don't think I had one really dinner place out here. Clearly, we don't go out much. Have to throw this in there just because. Do you guys ever go to Nakoma Beach Coffee? No, but you used to. Okay, so if you're ever in the area, it's such a good like local little coffee place. Also, really good lunch. Again, I must be 80, and I like lunch. I like a good sandwich. Kids are in school. Yeah, <laughs> you can like <laughs> relax at lunch. I mean, now looking at this, I'm like, God. <laughs> 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 wow, Chad and I really get out. Um, <laughs> let's go to lunch. Let's go to lunch. I like. You've lunch. never been to a place that serves a baked potato with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> fairly, fairly. So anyway, I just got to put the plug for the Nakoma Beach. I miss that. I miss like the little like. Don't they have know? a good caramel roll? They had, yes have yes good again sandwiches. Really good soup. Good coffee. Yes, just super good. Yep, super fun. Just a good little right by the lake. Mm-hmm. Perfect little lake. Just kind of reminds you of like cute little city place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, lame list. Sorry. It's not lame. It's amazing. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. We really do appreciate you coming on yes. today. It was very cool for you to share your story. And it, I know it'll help somebody. And it brought some insight to even us. All right. As always, we out. Deuces. Tune in each week for more in-depth conversations about life behind the highlight reel. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform to make sure you never miss an episode. For today's show notes, head over to lbthr.com.